So Pierre Polyev winning close to 70% of uh, the support of conservative voters in the leadership campaign. Uh, I don't know if we expected that margin of victory, but we certainly anticipated that this morning we would be talking about Pierre Polyev as new leader of the Conservative Party, and here we are. So let's get some insight on uh, what strategists are thinking. We're going to chat with Melissa Cowett now, who is the Western Canada Public Policy Professional and Principal of MC Consulting. Melissa, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time, as always. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I mean, no surprise, right? We, we knew Polyev was going to win this. We've known that for quite a while. Yeah, I don't think that there's anybody who was watching this race seriously following his rallies, his membership sales, his fundraising and his campaigning in general that thought that there would be a different outcome than tonight. Yeah. I think what a lot of people are surprised by, as you mentioned, is that margin, um, huge margins. He won um, the way that the voting happened in the Conservative Party of Canada is it's, um, you know, it's every one of the 338 ridings. He won 330 of them and every single one outside of Quebec and Ontario. And even then, he only lost a total of eight in those two provinces. So the margins and, and the degree to which he took this home, um, I think, is surprising, even to the people who were absolutely certain he was going to win. So, Melissa, when we talk about the, the reason this whole campaign started, really, is around unity within the Conservative Party and coming up with a unified voice, a unified leader, and a unified membership when all is said and done. It sounds like that may have been accomplished when you're talking about a margin of victory like that and winning, essentially, every single riding across the country. Yes. Um, as far as unity within the Conservative Party of Canada, while there are people who um, may not be happy with the outcome, it's clear that Pierre has indicated that within the CPC. And from his speech on Saturday night, it's also clear that he um, has pivoted. Now, is that pivot going to be enough for voters outside of the Conservative Party of Canada? As we'll remember, that's just a mm -hmm. very small portion of voters and small C Conservative voters across Canada. I, I think that's yet to be determined, but absolutely he has, um, he has a mandate from CPC members, um, to lead and his next task is going to be to seek that same mandate from small C conservative voters across the country. That's going to be a harder task for him. Well, that's the question, Melissa. Like I said, you know, the latest polling out just last week showed that, um, he had uh, only a 23% favorability of, um, rating across the country by voters outside of the Conservative Party, or all voters, uh, actually. Um, you know, and so he it's a bit of a different situation. So what's the strategy if you're Pierre Polyev? You can't pivot. You can't suddenly become a new candidate, because that's going to get you into the same position Aaron O'Toole found himself in. Yeah, he can't, he can't pivot on his policies, and I don't think that he has pivoted on policy. Um, as you see, as you would have heard from Saturday night's speech, he wasn't saying anything different than he's been saying, but the way he was saying it was different. And I think for a lot of people, um, the, the biggest struggle that they had with Pierre, um, outside of some of the more contentious actions he took with, um, with the convoy situation, um, and some of the, um, World Economic Forum conspiracies and some of the Bank of Canada comments. Outside of that, a lot of people, I think, have a problem with not what he does, but how he does it. And so if he can pivot in that respect, there, I think there is room to gain back some of the people who aren't totally turned off of him. So, I mean, if, if I were, um, if I were to guess, you're going to see him 
you're going to see him take a unified tone amongst conservatives, and he's going to talk only about things that Canadians care about. And so he's going to sort of He'll be talking about housing. He'll be talking about affordability. You see him this morning after mm-hmm. um, after the caucus meeting, um, t- saying to to the to the prime minister, "If you really cared, you would do something about these issues." And so I think he'll 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 be appealing more to to issues that people are dealing with in their everyday lives and trying to find common ground with those folks and hope that when the next federal election comes around that the Liberals have not done anything to give people who previously supported them hope that they're going to be any different, and maybe they'll be open-minded to trying something like Polyev. Polyev, uh, as far as you know, his role as an opposition critic, I don't think there's been anybody in the Conservative Party that has been as effective as he has been certainly on the floor of the House of Commons. I mean, he's he's an absolute soundbite machine. He's, you know, they call him the pit bull, whatever the case may be. So I think when you're going into the next election, that's, it's an entirely different situation for the Liberals, and especially Justin Trudeau. Andrew Scheer or Aaron O'Toole, well, I'm sure they're very nice men and very smart and very capable politicians. They could not do what Pierre Polyev does around a microphone in front of a camera and on the campaign trail. It's going to be a very, very different campaign whenever we get around to it. Absolutely. And I think this this comes down to the question that I myself have been thinking a lot about over the past seven months. Um, what is politically expedient versus what is um, what is um, sort of in our idealistic world right, sure. um, something we would hope politicians do? And Pierre, one hundred percent, has all of those things that you've mentioned. I would add he's also an extremely hard worker, um, so he puts in the time and and is willing to do the things that are required to win. Now, I think what upsets some Canadians is that those metrics, what's required to win yep. in the context of what's happened in the last few elections is a little bit different than what I think people would like to see in the ideal of politics. But he, I mean, in many ways, um, in many ways, Justin Trudeau has met his match because Pierre Polyev is to people on the right that pe- that Justin Trudeau is for people on the left. And Pierre has the benefit of not having, um, you know, a record in government um, over the last seven years to challenge. He can stand there and say all of these things because he has not actually been sitting in those in those decision making tables, making those those things. So he's, I think, advantaged um, against Trudeau uh, in that way. Yeah, it's going to be very, it's going to be very, very different and very, very interesting. Um, what about the rest? I mean, Jean Charest, Leslin Lewis, what happens with them? And do we care at this point? It's Polyev's party. There's no doubt about it. Does he need to, uh, he, he, he extended the olive branch and thank Jean Charest for fighting and defending the country during the referendum. So, um, but at this point, are, are we all falling in behind Polyev? And, and if the rest don't want to, then go away and go find somewhere else to play. I actually don't think so. I think, you know, there were a lot of, there was a lot of talk this weekend of, um, of Polyev actually wanting, uh, Chare to, to run. He, he, he said a lot of really nice things about each of the other candidates, including Chare and his speech. Chare has said he won't, he'll be helping the party, but going back to the private sector. But Pierre needs all of these other candidates in the race. He needs people that represent a different part of the party than he. This is a huge country. It's a divided country. If your only focus is to have people that are just like you around you, it's very difficult to win. So I I think he's doing the right thing. Um, And this is what I mean by pivot is he's realizing that he needs 
to have these people around him and to listen to them and to have them be a real part of the movement because the conservatives have work to do in rebuilding that. So I, I think you'll see most people stick around with the exception of Sharae, who knows what, what kind of a role that he'll have. I'm sure this loss was, um, while not unexpected, disappointing to him. Um, but no, I don't think it's just going to be the, the Polyev show. And I think if it is, then he's going to be in real trouble for the next general. Interesting. Okay. All right. Melissa, as always, great insight. Thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time.